Hello, I'm Patrick Chavis, and you're listening to L.A. Theatre Bites' review of Buffy Kills Edward, playing now during the Hollywood Fringe at the Three Clubs Bar in Hollywood, June 18th through the 22nd. Right from the start, the title tells you a lot about this show. It also tells you a lot about yourself. If you don't recognize the names, you probably live under a rock. And if you do, you are relatively aware of basic pop culture. The names Buffy and Edward both come from very popular series that on their own have grown huge fan bases, but for different reasons. Buffy the Vampire Slayer became hugely popular in the 90s and basically blew up Sarah Michelle Gellar's career. She probably always will be remembered as Buffy. Anyways, Buffy was created from a movie of the same name in the 1980s starring Christy Swanson. The TV show, because of the great direction of Joss Whedon, had a vastly improved storyline over the movie. The basic idea of the show was there is a chosen slayer, and it is her duty to rid the world of evil vampires. The show was a huge hit, and it was a crossover hit with men and women, and it showed a storyline where the women doesn't always have to be some damsel in distress. Sometimes women can kick cojones. The story of Twilight is about what I would say are very unique vampires. And they're unique because they break a lot of the conventions of what you have grown up thinking about vampires. One of them being, they can walk around in the sun, and they don't die, their faces just glitter. That's not a joke, their faces actually glitter. The story centers around a love story between Edward and his human love interest, Bella Swan. Throughout the movie and books, their relationship and love for each other is tested because because one, one person's human and one person is a vampire. So for whatever reason, the creator of Edward Kills Buffy thought, hmm, both have vampires, both have popular stories, let's make fun of them, and that's what we see here. The book and the music in the show was written by Laura Wiley. I didn't see her show last year, but she produced another parody, except last year it was called Winter is Coming, it was a parody on Game of Thrones. This year, she took on Twilight and Buffy, and I have to say, being a Whedon fan and being a Buffy fan, Wiley knows her stuff. The show is foaming with big and little moments from the show. Buffy fans will get a kick out of this show, while all of the favorite Buffy characters don't make an appearance in the show, like We're Missing Faith. Many of the characters are either mentioned in the dialogue somewhere, or they're acting someplace on the stage. The actors play multiple hats in the production. Some of the actors play three roles, and because of the silly nature of this kind of show, it's perfectly acceptable. So let me explain this complicated story. The Slayer sees Edward on top of Bella as he's going to change her into a vampire, because Bella wants to be a vampire. She literally is begging to become a vampire. Before Edward can change her, the Vampire Slayer comes in and slays Edward like only Buffy Summers could, with a stake and, you know, chosen one skills. Let me mention in a side note that if you are a huge fan of Twilight, you'd realize that a simple wooden stake couldn't kill Edward as the vampires in Twilight are crazy tough. That being said, in this show and in Buffy's universe, vampires die by wooden stakes, so Edward meets his demise. To gain revenge on Buffy, Bella goes on a journey to become a vampire and kill Buffy to avenge her vampire hunk. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. This show is hilarious, but I don't think it's as funny if you're not heavily invested in these franchises or have some basic connection to the source material. Can someone go in without any knowledge of both shows? Of course. But to Laura's credit, she has pieced together a sort of love letter to both of these shows, and 
The jokes are more rewarding if you visited both worlds in the past. For such a silly show, they have packed this show with such talented singers and performers. Sherry Burke, who plays Buffy in the show, I saw her in a play last year called Whale Fail, where she played a much more serious character. It was great to see her play almost the exact opposite in the show, but she nailed it. You won't get this if you're not a Buffy fan, but there's a song where Sherry meets Dawn for the first time. Try not to laugh. I think it might be impossible. Kim Dalton was amazing, my favorite of the show. She plays three different characters, Alice from Twilight, a future sing vampire that can't help anyone, Dawn, Buffy's little sister, and Jane, a powerful vampire in the Twilight series that can cause pain. And that's the best song in the show, in my opinion. It's called Pain. Not only is it catchy, it's just fun to listen to. Kim Dalton has serious pipes, and she's just squealing the pain out of her. I'm going to butcher this, but uh, I want to say Corrine Messamacher gets Bella Swan's look down tight for this show. Corey Robinson, who played three characters, really brought justice to the Xander character. I can't speak for him, but I think Nicholas Brendan would be proud. While this show isn't going to teach any lessons or break any new ground in the art of storytelling, if you're a fan of the material, it's a very enjoyable experience, and I would recommend this show to anyone who's a fan. I give Buffy Kills Edward an 8 out of 10. It's a good show. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on the front page at www.latheaterbytes.com. Thank you for listening.